Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Sometimes. That is what I Keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. They're coming to get you, Barbara. He's sick for fucks. He's seen one too many movies. Now, it! don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. What the fuck are you in the bag? What an excellent day for an exorcism. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second week of our Spooktacular 2014. Hashtag WHM Spooktacular 2014. If you're looking to talk about it on Twitter with your friends. Uh, this week, we are going back to Crystal Lake for 1993's Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday, directed by Adam Marcus. Quickly, I will say, uh, last week we were like, oh, we don't know what to call our all-sequel Halloween month. Right. You know, uh... I think it's already just called a spooktacular. We're done. Pencils down. Yeah. But Shriekwell on Twitter, people had Shriekwell. Right, I yeah. think that was the winner. But yeah. it's just kind of a, you know, it's an honorable, this is an honorable mention yeah. if you tweeted that. AKA too little, too late. Yeah, seriously. Where were you fucking two weeks ago, man? <laughs> yeah. Once this shit gets cut, it's over, man. Yeah. So, so this is our second trip to Crystal Lake. Uh, you may have remembered, was it last spooktacular? Or was it two spooktaculars ago? You know what? I I think it was two ago. It was yeah, two. I can't even recall. To this yeah. very day. We just did a, we did a <laughs> rewind of it. Well, a rerun of it uh, this summer. Mm-hmm. So it's fresh in your minds, perhaps. Right. We did Friday the 13th 5, A New Beginning, which is also Roy the movie. Um, and that's kind of like a Jason without Jason. Yeah. Coincidentally, <laughs> yeah. Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday, is also pretty much Jason without Jason. Let's start right there. We like outliers on this show. Just like, the weird shit, man. It just doesn't fit. I, I am not a big Friday guy. Um, wow, that's horrifying. I've only really seen Freddy vs. No, Jason, no. this one, and A New Beginning. Holy shit. And the rest kind of bits and pieces. You know, honestly, um, I was once like you. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I took, I, I went through each, every single movie in order, and it's it's worth it. I know it, uh, you've seen the worst of the worst, basically. Yeah, you haven't seen the good. You haven't even seen the first one. No, not all the way through. Oh wow! I'm speaking of Jason, without Jason. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. A franchise that was literally founded on not having its main baddie in it. Which one is it? Where I think it's like five or something. When. There's a guy on a raft, and he's trying to get Jason away from his girlfriend. That's and part six. That's what I quote that all the time, and you I've fucking never... Fucking pussy! Come on, Jason, you fucking pussy! Yeah, that's uh, uh, part six, Jason Lives. Which uh, I think is a really good one. It's one of the better sequels, yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I have a feeling this is going to be very franchise-talky, but... but uh, by that I mean the episode, just going back yeah. and forth between Friday movies. Although yeah. apparently Steve hasn't seen a bunch of them, so, oh, so it might me. just be me and Eric talking. <laughs> Someone didn't come prepared. <laughs> but uh, like I said on that mailbag episode, uh, which I think might come out after this uh, episode. But I say on the mailbag episode that I think that this is the worst Friday the Thirteenth movie. 
Right. I, I would agree with you there. I know uh, some people might not agree with that, and you are wrong. I, d- <laughs> I don't agree. I actually really enjoyed this movie, even for being really? quite ignorant in the series. Uh, maybe I, it's because you haven't seen the movies that it's like a weird... Like, it's just fun. It's stupid. It's bizarre. It goes on and on in odd directions. And on and on and <laughs> on and on. <laughs> just, and, like, it just doesn't want to make any rules that it wants to stick to. I mean, this movie is insane. And basically the whole Jason without Jason in this movie, it's his like spirit is going into bodies of other people. Yeah. And like they sort of then turn and look like the weakest of zombies, but they have like Jason's strength and everything. It's kind of like playing a game with a little kid. And they're like, no, I can't die because I could just turn it to somebody else. And you're like, okay, little kid. I mean... Fucking stupid speaking, kids. Speaking of playing with a little kid who can turn into someone else, one of the lines from from Duke in this, and I'm sure we'll get letters saying that I'm wrong, but I was like, does that exactly mean that Jason, when he died as a child, left that body and got a bigger man's body for part two? Like, I'm saying, like, right. if he died and he, he wouldn't grow, right. he didn't survive, if he did not survive drowning or whatever. Right. Did he soul vomit his spirit out? Get it into a bigger, dumber man. <laughs> it was like it was like the like the oafish Camp Crystal Lake groundskeeper, right? Like is is basically is Jason from part two and throughout the rest of the series not the same body. child? Yeah, not the original Jason that drowned in that lake. Well, I think yeah. the, the weird thing is it, the sad part about this. The stupid part about this, the really stupid part the is sad, stupid <laughs> part about this movie is like it'd be that that I was thinking that myself. That's almost cool, but then Duke has to contradict himself. He's like, but he can only survive in the body of one of of the bloodline, so that means you'd have to have some like right. you'd have to like keep finding uncles every movie. <laughs> so it was just he <laughs> just got like these uncles that live in a cabin. They're all like enormous. His also mentally challenged uncle that lived <laughs> on the 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 banks of crystal lake it's like, all just inbred hicks living in this jersey lake town i think is what's going on it, to fit that theory right also to fit that that theory this movie has connecticut license plates because <laughs> why not i mean come on right that's like the first thing well, it's like you're right fucking there be proud of jersey for once <laughs> The funny thing is, like, I was I, I wrote down where is Crystal Lake because you go to this diner and the woman's got a thick Chicago accent, her fry cook's got a southern accent. I'm like, where the yeah. fuck are we? <laughs> that the 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 diner uh, proprietor there is character actress uh, Rusty Schwimmer, uh, who's been in a bunch of stuff, and she's actually a pretty funny comedian. Is but, that Dave Schwimmer's mom? I don't. Th- Think there's any relation? I, it's it's. I'm going to say yes. Fine, yeah. They're they're uh, they're I married, <laughs> and their brother and sister, right? And, uh, mother and son, and they could swap souls. <laughs> so we start off uh, with a, a a very a very babelicious Friday the Thirteenth looking actress yep. driving in a convertible you know the music is pumping the top is down this girl's going camping Wait, alone. which top oh, oh the, the car. top of okay. the car all right i just well, i don't know i thought you could maybe had an unrated version there is no, i own the same box set as you <laughs> there apparently is some unrated version floating around of this movie yeah. but it's only like a minute longer or something. Oh, it's something really? it's something like 
not even worth it's, it. It's uh probably. it's it's extended footage of that coroner eating that fake cow heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just Jason. There's a bunch of anti-Semitic things that Jason says in this movie. <laughs> I was like, what? That's not, there's no place for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, I know that this sequel doesn't feel like the rest of these movies, but you definitely <laughs> can't have that filth in there. <laughs> Hurling that shit around. Well, you know what? You know what? It's Jason 9. All bets are off. <laughs> we need to re- reinvigorate the franchise, and ignorance is the only way to do we it. We got to wake people up. They're <laughs> sitting in those seats. It's run-of-the-mill Jason. How about he swaps souls, and he hates Jewish people? So if you're watching this tape, it means that you find yourself in the ninth Friday the 13th movie, <laughs> which clearly, of course, like everybody knows... The villain is going to be anti-Semitic. You know, actually, we they could have done they could have done that because there there were some anti-Semitic retreats out in Jersey back in like the forties. Are uh, you kidding me? The German American Bunts Association. Oh, that's yeah, where was, K- uh, Crystal Lake is. Wow. Right, oh yeah. shit! They Jason, done- Jason's actually a mentally handicapped kid that's uh, possessed by the the ghost of a Nazi. They could have worked Nazis into this. Just all saying. I'm going to say, yeah, it's not that much of a stretch. So this babe gets out. She's and you know it, it's kind of what I like about this beginning. And again, I'm I feel like I'm the outlier here. Is I like the first ten minutes of this. I movie. mean, how could you not? I mean, yeah. it, it starts out very much like you know what this is. Like, because <laughs> she's oh please, she's just you know walking around this house, creaks and cracks, and like the light goes out, and she's like, well, I better get naked. And it's like, well, we all know, we all, we all, you, you bought your fucking ticket. <laughs> so then you know. Magically in the cabin is Jason. He attacks her. Mm. She runs out of the house into the woods like you would. Yeah. And she gets into this clearing. She falls over. And just when Jason's about to strike, yeah. all these floodlights come on. But she she does like a tuck and roll. Like yeah, she oh yeah, knows she's... what's going on. She is actual bait. Yeah, she's an undercover FBI agent. And all of it these FBI sting. commandos... They did a sting on Jason. They <laughs> drop from trees and blow him away <laughs> with all these automatic rifles until this guy throws a grenade at him and blows him to pieces. Jason gets these Larry Craig eyes. Like, oh, fuck! <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> like... It's not what I expected. Every time I've done this, it worked out differently. <laughs> the one time I get stung. I would have actually, instead of instead of him exploding, I would have rather seen Jason goes to jail. We should just do like earnest yeah. movies at this point with this franchise. Oh, well, I mean, Jason X is Jason goes to space. Right. <laughs> and, and, and most of them are Jason goes to camp. Jason goes to, <laughs> Jason goes to camp again, again, has, again. There's, there's six movies of Jason goes to camp. One where he goes to Manhattan on a field trip. Yeah. <laughs> then he goes back to camp. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to space. Well, I would say that the Jason goes to a halfway house is a new beginning. That's yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Jason tries to get his shit together <laughs> unsuccessfully. Jason gets a job. <laughs> Jason, Jason meets curfew. That's a movie. That's what he was doing through that whole Roy movie. It was Jason having his getting his life together, sorting shit out, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jason meets Abbott and Costello. <laughs> yes. Oh yes, I would have loved that. And it's literally him at Abbott and Costello's grave, <laughs> and just nothing happens. He's standing there. He puts a single rose down. <laughs> He's weeping. That's something we they don't were have. great comedians, dude. How about that? Right? We get like 
Jason, or what, what could we do? We could do uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco meet Jason. Yeah. We could bring back those again. Why not? Yeah. Pair a comedian team. Or Nick Frost and Simon Pegg meet Freddy Krueger. You could do that. Right. I'd watch it. I'd watch that shit in a heartbeat, actually. Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Y- yes. 22 Jump Street Summer Camp, and they go and they meet Jason. I love it. It's perfect. That's a movie. Now, that's a movie. (laughs) Now, back to this movie. So he's in pieces. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, they, first of all, they're just shooting him with a bunch of machine guns. He's getting all, like, you know, jacked up. There's a couple of shotguns going on. Right. And finally, an airplane flies by and drops a fucking bomb on it. Oh, is that what happened? I thought a dude threw a grenade. Was it that, or I maybe think, there was? I a- think it is. I think he does throw a grenade, but it, it seems like a, an oh, airstrike yeah. against <laughs> ISIS. The way this guy lights Obama up. Obama sent a drone, a drone to Crystal Lake and fucking vaporized him. Wow, that'd be something. <laughs> Jason meets the president. It's another movie. Jason, that- Jason hops the fence at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would fucking decimate the Secret Service. Oh, that'd be that'd be that. That's a movie. <laughs> There's so many Jason movies out there that we have not seen yet. I know, and they can't even make. And the other oh, Camp David. Come on, that's that's always oh, right fucking there in front of their face. <laughs> oh man, you're so right, Steve. And then you know, Ob- you know, Obama's got to have that that moment where he's like, "I'm not supposed to authorize." drones against american citizens in america you know yeah and he has to like grapple with that oh, wow. for, for a half a second <laughs> well no and but then, he's also a uh, inhuman monster that's the thing right yeah. that that's the fucking great line at the end of the movie like right before this is gonna happen he goes jason Voorhees ain't no american <laughs> and fucking turns the key dude yes that's oh yeah jason Voorhees ain't no american i like i like how we have not just a, a president it's gotta be obama Oh, yeah. We gotta, we'll get uh, Jordan Peele or someone to play him. <laughs> so here's my problem with this opening scene, even though I said it's the only part of the movie I really like. But so this woman knows that she's like FBI bait. She's a trained FBI agent. She's sure. out in the field. She's just doing a job like any other day. Why is she having horror movie things happen to her? Yes. Right? Like she gets in the house. The fucking bulb burns out, and she's like, oh, I better go way out to this shed and get another one. And she's, like, getting spooked by all this shit. Like, if you're doing this FBI rate, like, you're out there maybe a few days in advance, casing the place. You're yeah. getting the feel for the area. Well, no, they do that, but they go to the house, and they're like, they fuck it up enough so that it's, like, it seems real. Right. Yeah. So that she, when she goes there, stuff is messed up, and she has to, like... Play the part of actually going. Oh, through. I see. So, like, another technician came in beforehand. It's like on Homeland. Right. Like, those two dudes go in the house before other yeah. people do and, like, bug it. Exactly. Right. Because <laughs> Jason would fucking sniff a rat out, you know? Yeah. He, You're totally right. He hears that light go out. He's like, oh, that sounds sexy. <laughs> you know? Just, <laughs> oh, that sounds exactly what I want to do tonight. <laughs> now, I think this might be a good time for me to, to bring up this theory I have about why. Anything after part eight, like, seems like a different movie. And sure. I, I, like, I, I feel that way with the rest of the, the sequels. I feel like the Friday the 13th series was a series that was never meant to leave the 1980s. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, yeah. like, from the first shot of this movie, it's like, it's a 90s-looking car. Yeah. The woman has 90s-looking hair, 90s-looking clothes. And it just, something about it just doesn't feel right. Like, that first movie is 80. Yeah. So they still kind of look like they're in the 70s, which yeah. is fine. 
And then, like, as the series progresses, like, we figure out, like, what the 80s were, and it's the very, like, distinct 80s look. I mean, it's eight movies of everybody looking the same. Yeah. Then you hit 1993, and it's just completely different. And, you know, that that is true. And even with the remake, you know who... They should get someone like Ty West to remake this. Yes. So that it's like, and set it like, you know, like House of the Devil, make it look like it's from actually the 80s. Absolutely. And that's why one of the most interesting scenes in these later sequels is in that Jason X where he goes onto like a holodeck looking thing. Yeah. And the joke is they're made to look like it's the 1980s. And you're just like, spend more time in this thing. Like, this is the movie. Yeah. Yeah, It's just, it's not. He was never meant to see 19... He never... Jason and Clinton don't mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Yeah, exactly, dude. It's fucking Reagan and the... Like, at Reagan and Bush 1. Like, yeah. the tail end... The, 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 the beginning of Bush 1 is the tail end of Jason Voorhees. Like, that's... That's what it needed to be. I mean, yeah. Why not continue that alternate 1985 you had from A New Beginning? You know? Just keep it right. going. Well, because that's the other thing. If you... And people have done this on different websites and stuff. Like, you can trace what the years are supposed to be. Yeah. And we, we talked about this on the New Beginning episode, that idea of it goes from four to five, and Tommy Jarvis goes from looking like little baby Corey Feldman to this this awkward, bumbling, teenage-looking dude who's, like, 20. Yeah. Right? So there's all these years that pass. So, like, and it's still the 80s somehow. Wait, so this movie takes place in, like, 2005 or something <laughs> or beyond honestly like if you count all those years up it's really weird because like Corey feldman in that in that first movie in, in part four his first film in the franchise like he's he can't be any more than 10 years old right and then you cut to the next movie and this guy's like 20 yeah. it's like a 10 year gap well, maybe it was atlantis the whole time <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh it might be atlantis that's actually but th- yep that's the thing is like <clears throat> was it in chapter four they kill Jason. Yeah. For once. Yeah. And then <laughs> after that, everything else, while there are some decent movies in there, it's kind of who gives a shit, doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, we'll bring him back from the dead just because. And now we accept that as right. like, oh, that's cool. That makes Jason Jason. But it's kind of just, you know, bullshit just like this. And, and going to space, it's like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. But the difference is in all of those 80s sequels there's no explanation he's just there again or he's been like chained to the bottom of the lake so he's just like laying in wait and things like that like in this movie he's he's a fucking magic monster like there's all this fucking mumbo jumbo magic shit that makes him like this higher being and then in, in even in Jason X which i i've said before is like it's fan fiction it's not like part of the story or anything but in that movie, they're like, oh, he's got these regenerative, uh, regenerative properties that we've never seen before. We have to study him. And I'm like, no, no it just <laughs> is a thing that is. Yeah. He can't be killed. Jason, Shut up. Jason Weapon X. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I agree with you. He, just being an unstoppable man slash corpse, all I need from it. Well, that's All the, I want from it. That's the same thing with most of these. Like, you have too many sequels and you get too much time on your hand. Yeah. And then somebody has the bright idea of, like, I got an idea. The next movie's going to tie it all together. And it's oh, like, you yeah. know what? Do not. That's what those, that, like, the pre Rob Zombie Halloween movies. Yep. Yeah. It's just like. Because, or actually, the pre Halloween H2O. Yeah. Like, all the ones, like, the, the, the last one in that is the one with, like, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Um, they introduce this whole thing where he's like a fucking product of some government nope, experiment. Nope, no, he's and not. there's like a cult and this, that, and the other thing. Oh, just let's just, brother. 
you know why I'm here. Let's just do that and move on. Exactly. Yeah, the franchises always get too hung up on their mythology and they lose sight of what people bought tickets for. You like right. what people want, what people like out of those things. I will say this movie has, and as we're about to see, the violence is pretty high. You know, yeah. and that's it it does that. You got your nudities for your creeps out there. All your nudalities. All your nudalities happen. But But also the violence in this movie is unlike all the other ones. And it's been a while since I've seen Jason X, but I I think it's also out of line with that. This this movie's got like such gory deaths and like melting corpses and stuff. And it's like that. I know uh, it sounds crazy to be bickering about the violence in a Friday the 13th movie while heralding the others, but... It's just like that early 90s body horror. Yes. got to force the gore as much as possible. No, exactly. Like, these movies have a certain kind of violence, right? And, like, certain kind of gore. Like, all that, like, melting body shit. Like, that's Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, you got all that weird shit when you're doing, like, dream murders, (laughs) right? Like, that's when you can have, like, melting shit when it's dream murders. But this is just, like, a fucking moron walking through the woods with a machete, and sometimes spears, and sometimes he's just he does do his uh, famous backbreaker, yeah, <laughs> which he does in several movies. He even does it in this one, like so he should have his like stable of moves, right? Yeah. You don't want him to have magic powers. Oh, but he's got so many magic powers. He's like throwing his cellophane ass. He's throwing his cellophane <laughs> hockey basket, people. And you're like, wait, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> to tie it back into comics, I think that maybe Jason should take Gotham. Oh, oh, man. Back, yeah. Break Batman's back. Dude, read uh, Batman v. Swamp Thing, written by Alan Moore. Is oh, Jason oh. in that? No, he's not. No, but it's awesome. It's and Boner it's, Town. It's, it's <laughs> Batman v. Swamp Thing, colon, Boner Town. <laughs> Swamp Thing, like, takes over Gotham. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Amazing. And it's the closest you'll get to what you're talking about. <laughs> um, so... For a while, this movie is my favorite part of the movie, going over and over again. <laughs> my second one is, first of all, the the, the credits are terrible. The opening credits are the worst. It's like oh, this it's like little re- this little dinky piano score. It's so terrible. The music in this movie all across it's, the board is just failure after failure. <laughs> when, 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 the, the, so Jason blows up and then the credits kick in. Jason goes to hell. And, and it looks like fucking graphics from Super Nintendo. Oh like, yeah. It's so terrible. Well, it's one of those things where you see the graphics and you hear the music. It's you ever like put a movie on from Netflix? And then instantly realize you've made a mistake when the credits happen. You're like, oh, shit, this isn't a movie at all. Oh, yeah. And you stop. You're like, oh, no, 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 no. I feel bad when I do that, too, because I'm like, oh, no, that probably gave them a click or some money or something. <laughs> yeah, they got a couple cents out of you. Yeah, I don't like that. So uh, <laughs> we we cut to a coroner's office, which, again, we're, we're going which, in different, different directions in this movie. It's yeah. apparently in Ohio? In Ohio. They transported his body from New Jersey to Ohio. A, fe- a federal institution, man. You can't just have that, some podunk, you know. No, that's true, because those doctors have m- mucked it up already. Because <laughs> his body's been in Crystal Lake area morgues before. Yeah. They mucked it up. They, they, they've time, learned a lesson. Send it to Ohio, where they know how to deal with nefarious no, no, murderers. Send it to Area 51. Yes. Yeah, and that's... Then, 
that's a great movie. Yep. <laughs> and you have you bring like a priest, you bring Indiana Jones, right? <laughs> you bring like a shaman, and you're just like just Han Solo's there <laughs> as, we- as well as Indiana Jones. I realize the continuity <laughs> error there. But... Harrison Ford's character from What Lies Beneath is there, but then and then Jason gets loose and he starts letting out like Tim the Alien, the aliens <laughs> from Alien, yeah. the Predator from the Predator. <laughs> And it's just fucking madness. And now, now the Predator, Aliens, Tim the Alien, and, and Jason all- have to fight Han Solo, Indiana Jones, the government. All the- oh, and the government, of course. Oh, and yeah, a couple of there. Blade Runners. There's at least two oh, yeah. to six Blade Runners in there as Oh, and well. a couple of replicants. <laughs> they give Jason the replicant test. Oh, yeah. He like, fucking why, failed. Why wouldn't, I, why wouldn't I help the turtle? <laughs> I mean, I'd like to kill teenagers, but why wouldn't I help the turtle? That turtle's just a turtle. He's not having premarital sex. <laughs> He's not helping anyone not swim. <laughs> never, never saw a turtle smoke a doobie. <laughs> you know what turtles don't like? Rock and roll music. <laughs> this voice of Jason is turning into fucking Pat Hingle really quickly. It's yeah, fine. it's going to hell. This whole episode is going to hell. So this guy is, you know, he's like, you know, he's, he's, well, it's great they're doing an autopsy on pieces because there's nothing left. It's like a head, a couple of arms. It's like yeah. fucking Kano just uppercutted him. It's like, <laughs> there's nothing here. A few select rib pieces <laughs> yes. here and there. And he's, of course, just burnt. Like everything's burnt. I was sitting here like, the fucking smell in that room has oh, yeah. to be. I was thinking about actually another autopsy scene in Silence of the Lambs, like when they go and yeah. like she like has everybody get out of the room, mm-hmm. you know. It's like let us help her now. Let us help her. Y'all go on, get get out of here. We're gonna help her now. Thank you, thank you. We're gonna help her. And then like the dude is like, you better put that shit under your nose, yeah. and it just smells horrendous when they open that bag. That's what it has to smell like in that room. Scott Glenn apologizes to her in the car back, like, I'm sorry I sent you back there. Uh, it's just, you know, if Jason saw you, you know, it's just, I have to, I kind of have to play it up for Jason. You know how he is. I'm just playing it for him. Jason's in this town. Uh, <laughs> you know, they don't look kindly on young women in places of authority. Yeah, well, Jason looks up to you. The- Jason acts the way you want him to act. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome movie. Yeah. Hannibal Lecter and Jason both being hunted by Clarice Starling. Sign me up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're, they're, they're <laughs> cutting apart these chunks. He's looking at it and the heart starts beating and he's like, wait, say what? And he looks at it <laughs> and it's great. Like, cause I know what the movie wants you to think. He gets <sighs> hypnotized by the heart and then he bites it and he turns it to Jason. But I also just feel like he's like, speaking of no one's looking. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. here I am. I have a guy. This, this heart's two times the size. It's beating. Like, I don't know. Maybe this makes me magic. Maybe I'm kind of hungry. I kind of buy into your idea that there's no hypnotism here. Yeah. I think it's really more like, could I become a god? Like, is this my moment? Like, mm-hmm. right. I need, I, need to follow, I need to follow this road and see where it goes. It's, I have to eat this heart. And people do that all the time. Like if they're if you if you if you're next to a great man who dies, yeah. some people would eat on the brains oh, yeah. to gain some power of some type or or they're you know, 
their life force. But unfortunately for him, this starts a chain of events where he starts lion roaring, which is the funniest oh fucking thing. Oh, my God. This lion roar is outrageous. <laughs> now, now, why? And then all these batteries not included lights start coming yeah. out oh, everywhere. God. What is with the, fa- like, the little fairies? It's like a bunch of Tinkerbells are floating into his body. Like, and, and, and this is where you realize, right? Yeah. Because until this moment, you're like, what is going to happen in this movie? Like, my goodness, Jason's in pieces. What could possibly happen? And then you're watching him eat this beating heart. You're watching him roar like a lion. And you're watching a bunch of Tinkerbells fly into his chest. And that's when it hits you. Oh, wait. This one has magic in it. And I open the door. I step outside. I close the door and I just walk down a hallway in my brain because yeah. who could possibly give a shit about a magic Jason Voorhees movie? Now, now I was thinking maybe he's roaring all the time in this movie because Jason like couldn't operate his mouth for some reason in the other movies, and now he's like it's like a new thing for him. <laughs> I got a new jaw. I got to use it. Well, well the, oh, sorry. Oh, but also like, where could this movie go from now? How about to hell? How, how about yeah. how about yep. we have Jason going to the River Styx? Yeah. Has to tip the riverboat man. Has to see Cerebus, the double-headed dog, or maybe it's like what dreams may come <laughs> with Jason walking around a painting. <laughs> I want to see him in that netherscape. I, I agree. I mean, you—it's a promise when you say. Ernest goes to camp. That motherfucker better be at camp really fucking quick. That fucking idiot, <laughs> okay, is saving Christmas mm-hmm. within the first 10 minutes of that movie. Yeah. He's at camp in the yeah. first 10 minutes of camp. He's in jail the first 10 minutes of jail. And if your franchise does this bait and switch, yeah. don't do it twice because he's barely in Manhattan when Jason <laughs> takes exactly. Manhattan. Exactly. Yep. And, you know, it's like Mr. Smith not going to Washington. Like, you know what? He meant, oh, no, I'm just a little busy here now. I'll oh, get there in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, no, it's it's Mrs. Smith, and, and she's an assassin, and so am I. <laughs> I can't oh. believe we're both deadly assassins. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> I guess I won't be going to Washington in this movie. <laughs> Till death do us part, right? Gotta stay home and fight the shit out of my wife. So he eats this heart, he's, and, he, and then he's Jason. He's just Jason, but he, you know, the one thing is he should. One of these characters should find a fucking hockey mask at some point and put it on. Yep, that. Yes. You know what? You're upping like because that's what Jason would do. Or I would anything. Ah, <laughs> you know what? You could. This could have been an opportunity to introduce a, a modern hockey mask on him. Yeah. Sure. They've been updated at that point. Like, do it. Do it. Just, you know what? Just do it. Do anything except having people walk around. This movie is so excited about having just people walking around looking like people that fucking Kane Hodder, the guy who's played Jason a thousand times in these movies, just plays a security guard at one point. Yeah, that is what we're talking about. He, he bookend Jason is bookended in this movie. That is Kane. He Hodder, is, I but who gives right. a shit? Yeah. Like it's nothing. I There's agree. no Jason in this movie. Like to the point where Kane Hodder was like, "Can I please play the security guard? <laughs> I'm barely in this movie. Let me play a security guard at the very least. Thank you." And then he, he also gets hilariously murdered. That'd be great if Jason, you know he he kills his mortician and he's like you know he feels the body is weak. 
So he goes to like a wrestling match and like starts <laughs> like you know he takes over Macho Man's body. You know what I mean? Why not? Ooh, look at all these fairies coming into my <laughs> chest. Ah, you don't think if I ate that heart that might uh give me mystical powers, do you? <laughs> oh yeah, mystical <laughs> powers! <laughs> Holy fuck, is that a better movie? Oh yeah, now I'm literally invincible. Ooh. <laughs> Gonna take back the belt. This <laughs> is like a Jason can't control him anymore. It's like, <laughs> it's like we have. To, I'm not killing teenagers because Lex Luthor's giving me the stink eye. It's like, <laughs> oh no, Jason has found a soul just as evil as his. <laughs> the Macho they're, Man, Randy Savage. They're battling it out in in. in, in at, macho Man is winning. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Jason, only Macho Man. So now all the next Friday the 13th movies could be Macho Man <laughs> as Macho Man Randy Savage <laughs> murdering wrestlers slash teenagers. I would love all of those movies. R.I.P., by the way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, but that Bro. one's still hard to take. <laughs> so, I mean, like, he kills, you know. Then we cut to another great 90s trope, which doesn't make any sense in this movie, which is America knows who Jason Voorhees is. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a kind of a hard copy kind of ripoff. Uh, the guy playing him is Stephen Culp, who uh, played Bobby Kennedy in 13 Days. And I think played... Oh, wow, nice pull. And yeah. this is the most generic title ever for a show, too. American Case File. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These are case files uh, about Americans. And he's like kind of taking this through the thing so far, like the FBI had him, but then this murder happened, and oh my god, I think Jason's still out there. The weird thing is, he keeps he says like Jason Voorhees is loose, but after on, he keeps calling him Jason on the show. Right? You would have to you would, you'd be either calling him Jason Voorhees, maybe the Mister Voorhees. Yeah, the New York Times is writing a piece about him. You call him Mister Voorhees, <laughs> the NJ Ripper, Jason <laughs> Allen Voorhees, maybe. <laughs> maybe the show is public access and only in. Cunningham County, New Jersey. Yeah, fart Cunningham N- named County. after Sean S. Cunningham. Right. Yeah, Which, funny. by the way, I'm reminded of the trailer for this movie because Sean Cunningham's a producer on this. Mm-hmm. It's like the creator of the first returns to bring you the last. It's like nobody fucking cares. Yeah, yeah he returns to go to the bank. <laughs> Sean Cunningham in checkbook. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, um. The thing about the oh uh, yeah Jason's popularity and everything yeah. there is an instance in it's the beginning of it's that the fifth one where it's the grave robbers and yeah. they're like let us go to look at the main man or whatever and right. while yes that is a dream sequence you can also pass it off as like those are Crystal Lake townies so mm-hmm. it's like of course everybody in the surrounding Crystal Lake area knows who Jason is yeah but yeah this guy's on a nationally televised like hard copy esque program everyone will be like oh my god magic exists because this guy that they keep telling me is dead is now back alive yeah. killing fucking teenagers again the ninth time yeah. well I mean. <laughs> I guess America might know who Jason is because, you know, realistically, this is like a huge, successful mass murderer at this point. I guess that's true. Like, eventually it grows beyond urban legend. But the thing is, like, why even put that in a movie? But by the fourth... (laughs) Yeah. But I I agree. By the fourth time you can't put Ted Bundy down, I am moving out of America. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, that's it. Until you figure that shit out. But I love the idea that, like, America knows about this and it's America's problem. But the fact of the matter is, like, just make – here's here's the thing. And we talked about this last week on, on Bud the Chud, actually. Mm-hmm. Just make this 
an invisible town. Yep. Like, just say, listen, everybody, we're shutting down Crystal Lake. Yep. You have to move out. The, the federal government can get involved and say, okay, we'll buy you out of your property. Just move somewhere else. We're going to put a big fucking fence around Crystal Lake, and we're going to electrify it, and nobody can go there anymore. And you know what? That's all that Jason wants. <laughs> At the end of the day, he just wants to be left alone. Just right. stay away from the fucking lake. And it's just Jason killing, like, the five libertarians that are left. <laughs> like, <laughs> government can't move me out of my town. <laughs> That's the last movie, right? It's called Friday the 13th, 10, The Last Libertarian. God, goddamn government cares more about Jason Boyd's personal freedoms and liberties. <laughs> what about mine? What about me and mine? So he starts, I don't know, I guess walking from Ohio back to New Jersey. Well, we have to introduce Creighton Duke, the most important character in any movie ever made. Absolutely right. And that was the hint from last week, Stephen Williams and his beautiful mustache. Ugh. Several people guessed it. Yes. He's, which, well, here we are. Well, it's great because this character, again, I hadn't seen the other movies, and I was like, well, this guy has to have been in at least three Friday the 13th movies at this point. <laughs> You'd you think know? so with the way he's quite literally a Jasonologist. <laughs> Well, he's in the the first shot. He you know, Jason explodes, and Creighton Duke's in the bushes, and he's like, "I don't think so." Oh and yeah, like, I totally wait, forgot about that. Wait, why and what? Well, um, you see, because <laughs> wait a second, no, it doesn't make sense because Jason's never blown up before. Yeah, yeah. There's no way he would know. I mean, there's here's no the, way he would know anything he knows. Here's the movie. thing, folks. Not only can he like jump bodies and whatever else, there's also. This whole mythology that for eight other movies we've been completely blind to until this movie where Creighton Duke lays it on us. There's some rules about Jason Voorhees, which are uh, don't feed him after midnight. Right. Do not uh, do not get him wet. He really doesn't like getting wet. Uh, Sunlight and garlic might also be a thing. If he gets wet, he might get wild. (laughs) No, but it's like. He was born through a Voorhees, so only by the hand of a Voorhees may he die. And you're like, oh, oh, it's going to be that stupid. Oh, wait. Oh, it's a bloodline thing? Oh, what? There's all there's these relatives to Jason Voorhees that were never discussed in any other iteration of this franchise? Exactly. Like, f- for as long as we've known. How did it's Tommy been... Jarvis not know about that? Exactly. It's been a mother and her son, and yep. that's all it's been. And then all of a sudden, magically in this movie, he's got this sister. And then this is one of the biggest problems with this movie, and we discussed the same problem on Friday the 13th 5. No one cares about the fucking Melrose Place-esque drama of Crystal Lake nope. Townies. Nobody does. And all this movie is is that. It's like the sister of Jason has had a daughter, and she got knocked up by her high school boyfriend right. who's like a nerd kind of guy. And he's like a townie, but she got out. And all, it's, it's all this hometown drama horseshit that nobody wants in a Friday the 13th movie. What are you telling me, Jason? Crystal Lake. I'm going to Hollywood. <laughs> he just goes the other way. And by the way, he's definitely driving a huge uh, Louisiana fan boat while he's saying that. God. Now, see, that's a movie. Jason or Randy Savage in Hollywood murdering people. Absolutely. <laughs> just, just give me the same thing. Change the locations that's all once yeah, in a while. Yeah, that's all. 
Uh, yeah, it, yeah, the whole fucking the sister and the mother and the whole. And by the way, Creighton Duke is a bounty hunter, and on this TV show, uh, the t- you know the, the 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 guy is like, look, we'll give you money if you get if you can bring us Jason Voorhees. Apparently, this bounty hunter has slain six serial killers himself just going around making a living killing active serial killers and I, i'm sure the yeah. fbi would have something to say about this i, I was mentioning this to steve uh, before we recorded here that is a prequel yeah like we oh both, yeah you, we were both oh, talking about that. the creighton duke movies yes yep. oh yeah where he's, where he's nabbing serial killers oh absolutely and by the way if you haven't seen what this fellow looks like all right you got a cowboy hat you got a big old duster on <laughs> oh yeah you do it he is, looks like dark man he looks he looks like what you would imagine an asshole would dress like <laughs> like to a t <laughs> yep yeah i mean he's obnoxious and without a doubt without a shadow of a doubt his favorite movie character is robert shaw in jaws yep without a doubt because that's what he's doing in this yeah. movie. oh i'll kill you jason for you <laughs> I just need a million dollars and a chalkboard to scratch my fingernails on. Yeah, and some cans of Narragansett to crunch. <laughs> Man, that would make this movie better if everybody was just drinking Narragansett for no reason. Don't don't go in the water. Jason's in the water. <laughs> we got to close the beaches because Jason's in town for the summer. Saw Jason's eyes rolling around like a doll's eyes, black <laughs> as a doll's eyes. Oh, by the way, this is the longest title for a movie ever. Jason goes to hell the final Friday. Friday the 13th, part nine. Jason go technically, right? Yeah, Friday the technically, 13th, yeah. part nine. Jason goes to hell the final Friday. Ugh. Well, uh, Oof. the lead of that uh, title is a lie. So maybe you could just delete it, you know, because he doesn't <laughs> yeah. go to hell. The fi- oh, but then final Friday is not truthful either. <laughs> yeah, this title is full of lies. <laughs> I don't even think this movie takes place on Friday the Thirteenth at all. You know to what? be honest I with you, I think that I think we just concluded this is not canon. This is not canon to the I series. I refuse to believe that this film is canon. Like the canon stops with him being like drowned into a little boy in a Manhattan sewer. Right. Like that's where the canon stops for me. I agree. Because how the fuck is he a monster again? When he gets a babality in uh, in uh, Manhattan, the end of Manhattan, they're like traipsing through the sewers, and somebody was like. Hey, is nobody's in the sewer, right? Because we're gonna let all this toxic sludge out. <laughs> what? And this big—it's t- <laughs> another chuddening yeah. of New York. <laughs> and he gets this like tidal wave of turd water, like hits him, and then like this girl's like on a ladder in the sewer, and she looks down, and it's just like a little kid, just like eh, and then like her and the and and her bow like go up, and they're just like wandering around Times Square. And it's the end of the movie. Wow. Yeah. So he turns, he gets Bay validated at the end of that okay, last movie. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Also, I hate the way that they, like, updated his look for these later movies, where, like, there's this long, scraggly hair. Yeah, get, I, I don't that. like that at all, personally. It's you know? disgusting in all the wrong ways. The dude walks He's lumpy for some reason, you know? Like, you don't think he can trim that shit? He's got a machete right on him. Yeah, he's, he's holding a blade almost 24 hours a day. <laughs> And yeah, he is kind of lumpy and weird. He's like a sack of potatoes as a person. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. I don't want to be killed by a sack of potatoes. Give the me... hockey mask looks completely different in this movie also for no reason. Right. It looks like it looks terrible. It's and, like J- Julie Taymor is Jason. Overdesigned yes. <laughs> to an obnoxious point. You know what? That does bring a a good point that a good sequel, 
a good change of pace. Jason the Musical. <laughs> oh yeah. If he goes to hell and it's a musical, like oh, this that'd is be, that'd be fucking charming. <laughs> You could do that on Broadway. Do that on Broadway. Oh, you totally could. They did Evil Dead the musical. That was hilarious. Get John Lithgow to play the devil. (laughs) Hello, Jason. Uh, And then they tap dance together. God, I'm dying to see this. Also, we're totally glossing over like one of the greatest ideas for Jason going to hell is he gets down there and the souls of all the teens that he's killed are there. And it's like all out war against Jason. Yeah, and right. like since they're just like hell souls, they're indestructible. Yeah. So he's just slicing through souls and they're just coming back together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so Creighton Duke gets his ass arrested because he starts harassing Jason's sister in a diner. Oh, and let me tell you something about this diner. It's like the Friday the 13th Times Square store. Because it's like you get in there and it's like, like Creighton Duke orders the following. A Jason burger with some Jason fingers on the side. Right. They got these beef patties that they rip out to make look like rip out pieces of it to make it look like a hockey mask. Right. I was like, who could ever see that? Are you serving these open face? Yeah, no, exactly. it's useless. You <laughs> like, have to open the burger. Shit. Yeah. It's so all that shit is so dumb, but yeah, it's like it's the it's the Jason Voorhees diner or whatever. And See, it's funny. It's like the town has hated this legend for so much that they actually changed the name of the town to Forest Green at one point. Oh right, yeah. So now they've changed it back to Crystal Lake, and they're loving it. Well, it just can't be, but it can't. It couldn't be because so many people are dying. You're still plagued by it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's It's not like the Loch Ness Monster Town where that shit ain't real and nobody ever died. You know what I mean? Like, Nessie ain't killed nobody. Yeah. But if if Nessie was just eating tons of kids every year. (laughs) Oh, yeah. If it was like the gator from that Betty White gator movie. Oh, Lake Placid. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't be celebrating that. It wouldn't be beloved. You'd be chucking death death charges in there. (laughs) At one point, Creighton Duke... He, so he goes to the diner, and that's where Jason's sister is a waitress. <laughs> Jason's. I just love I the know. idea. Uh, J- oh, I think Jason's sister works there. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the biggest story of the town. I mean, she's a Voorhees. That's the thing. And by the way, I should mention that the reason they're doing like Jason Fingers and Jason Burgers is because the town is rejoicing because it's like public knowledge that this FBI sting happened, and they finally got him. Yeah. So everybody's like celebrating. So yeah, the town would be like... Hey Alice or whatever it is. Diane. Yeah. Right? Like aren't you aren't you so stoked that we finally got your murder rampage brother? Like they, they blew up your brother. <laughs> but nobody's saying shit about it. And I don't it's not really clear if it's like a secret sister situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda like kinda like what they wound up doing with the Halloween yeah. Halloween two. Like mm-hmm. you don't know that shit in Halloween one unless you watch like the T V cut because it's like a deleted scene where yeah. they talk about that. But yeah, like it's the same thing. Like she's adopted and it's a different family and blah, 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 whatever. But this, it's like Creighton Duke like orders and he's like, by the way, Diane, what you think of as Jason? And I'm like, no, no, no. Now you're, you're doing it again, Creighton Duke. You're talking too much. Like if you want to be a dude who's just after a serial killer, that's fine. But he just starts talking about the mysticism and like how it's this fucking monster and it's all about the bloodline and he can be reborn. All it takes is another Voorhees to be reborn. Oh my God. Where do you learn this fucking shit? Like what book where? is it written in? Exactly. How did this happen? And what if, shaman did you visit? Well, that's what, if you want to do this, if you really want to do this, I need a 
a either a flashback scene or the first scene of the movie is some Freemason orgy where yes. like so th- there's blood and it's Mrs. Voorhees and she drinks the blood and it's like oh fuck from here on out yep. any of your spawns such and yes. such and who's the shit yeah you exactly know? and you know what that would suck that it, would really suck it first would, of all it would suck but it helps the rest of the suckage go down a little smoother it's or, like it's like you know what this bad beer is disgusting. But at least it's ice cold bad beer, so it goes down. <laughs> and, and, and Duke is such a. I've been there, by the way. Mr. Exposition, just make it further. Oh, I, I, I spent some time undercover in the occult, and I. Yeah. And I learned that a man could be brought back. You know, like. Yeah, anything. Just fucking write something. Literally anything. But as it stands, this movie is a fucking can of Schaefer that you left in a hot car. Last summer when I was working the Dracula case, I. Uh, <laughs> I came across his Voorhees files, and I found out <laughs> Dracula, Dracula's Voorhees files. Like maybe he's got like a roller desk. Yeah, yeah. Like he wants other to know. monsters are up to. Yeah, yeah, other monsters. See, that's the thing. Like they're very shittily trying to make him like a Van Helsing yeah. type thing. Yeah. Nope. But and he still... doesn't do anything except do exposition. By the way. Oh yeah, that's all because because they were like, oh my god. All of this stuff is so stupid and convoluted. We need an asshole in a duster and a black <laughs> cowboy hat to explain it to everybody because it's that stupid. Maybe the guy yeah. from 21 Jump Street. Sounds good to me. Print it. <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, we, we yeah. follow um, basically uh, her, the daughter's, the mother's daughter's boyfriend oh. who doesn't know he has a baby with this girl is coming into town because the mother called him she's like hey you better get to town because shit's going down or something like that right and also yeah and also like this guy yeah he's like 30 yeah. like maybe 29 still wearing like his high school letterman jacket yeah. crystal lake townies oh yeah man get out of my face with it he looks like fucking earthworm jim like he's <laughs> Holy Toledo. Not a compliment. No, uh, <laughs> no it is not. Kid, yeah, kid, kids at home, uh, Google image. Also, uh, at one point, like, so th- when Creighton Duke is harassing this woman in the diner and she's like, get the fuck out of here. I, you know, I, I don't know who you're talking about. I'm yeah. not Diane Voorhees. Like, get out of my <laughs> face and everything. He starts like sexually harassing her so for out of nowhere and he's like oh you're just mad because you're all pent up down there you ever have a taste of the duke and i'm like not this movie <laughs> yeah. not the time nor the place creighton duke oh, you are here to hunt a monster i, I was referring to john wayne <laughs> <laughs> i came to crystal lake for two reasons one to give out ridiculous exposition and two to harass ladies. <laughs> get your ass over here. Like, no, 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 Creighton Duke. Absolutely she not. She to see how far he can get. And then it's like this this old-ass sheriff comes over and he does the old, like, is there a problem here? And that's how he gets himself arrested because he fucking, like, harasses this sheriff and, like, roughs he, him up or something. Yeah, he's, like, pointing him in the chest or something. Like, it's like, you don't... <laughs> how are you behaving this way in front of a cop? Well, it's also like he kind of uh, Heath Ledger, the Joker, is himself into jail because it's all part of this master plan <laughs> he made. Nothing in his pocket but knives and lint. Creighton <laughs> <laughs> Duke uh, uh, transplants a cell phone into some guy's body. 
<laughs> all part of the plan. <laughs> Jason like is like, is that a phone ringing? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> is that a phone ringing? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm going to get Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Turns out he's just having like a brain aneurysm. <laughs> So, I mean, then this turd comes into town, and it's great because he's driving, and, like, he picks up some hitchhikers, which, A, it's Crystal Lake, don't be hitchhiking, A, and B, don't pick up hitchhikers. No, no, no. No No, hitchhiking. Staunch non-hitchhiking laws in Crystal Lake. Also, don't go camping. And that's the problem, right? Because he picks him up, and he's like, the guy's, like, fucking with him. He's like, oh, gonna go out to the lake, huh? Maybe smoke a doobie, have some premarital sex. Oh, there was- I hate that because that's, yeah. like, what we on the outside yep. can say about slasher films, right. right? We can make those Jamie Kennedy rules. But this fucking Letterman jacket-wearing asshole doesn't know what those things are. But it's because Jason, they finally caught Jason, man. We can do it. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, yeah, that's the thing. Well, hey, man, the main man got butchered. We can go camping again. Would you want to really push your luck and no. do, do it the same fucking week? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Wait till the next summer season. Yes. Okay. Give it a year. Oh, there haven't been any murders the rest of that summer after the FBI fucking drone wiped him off the map. <laughs> Perfect. Now we can go camp. Also, you don't go to Hotel Rwanda the week after it closes. Okay. Look, after <laughs> you don't go a week after Nick Nolte takes everybody out of there. Okay. <laughs> you got to give that shit some time. Speaking of. It's not a good movie, Nick Nolte versus Jason. <laughs> he can just play Nick Nolte for all I care. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, you wouldn't need him to play again. God damn it, I gotta go take the care of this fucking Jason. God damn it, the biggest kids can't go camping anymore. He just yells at Jason and Jason backs down. My daughter won't shut up. Oh, Dad, I want to go camping at Crystal Lake, but Jason's there and I can't go on vacation. And God damn it, I want her out of the fucking house so bad I can't stand it anymore. I'm going to take care of it with my own bare hands. <laughs> fucking Jason. Choke slams him to hell. <laughs> Dropping the elbow. <laughs> oh, man. Whatever. So then these fucking kids get killed. And it's weird because it's like, it's this sexy lady and a couple. And the sexy lady is like hitting on Earthworm Jim, right? Like, thank God Earthworm Jim picked us up or else this is the weirdest camping trip. Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, they were like... Oh, uh, sorry, Maud. You don't have a date for the camping trip? Well, we should hitchhike because then maybe so- a dude will pick us up yeah. and sleep with you. <laughs> this is It's such a stupid premise from the get-go. Unless this guy is uh, trying to angle that threesome. He might be angling a bit, you know? And <laughs> But she, the other, the, the couple woman doesn't seem to be into it. She's not... She's not doing her part to no, angle yeah, it. She's, she's more like, do you mind if we use this tent? Yeah. And she's like... The other girl's like, ah, yeah, I, I did want to sleep outside after all. Like, <laughs> like why would on. you go on? The, why would you go on this trip? Just don't. A, it's dangerous, and B, it's awkward unless you're really inter- interested in hearing your friends fuck three inches away from you. And maybe that's her thing. Maybe I don't, a, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't Creighton know. Duke didn't tell me if that was if there was any <laughs> mythology about whether or not this this lady hitchhiker likes watching her friends fuck from from afar. I don't know. Creighton Duke might have a the file only, on that one. The too. only way to stop her from listening to her friends fuck is for her to listen to someone of her own bloodline to fuck. <laughs> she, we have to make her walk in on her parents fucking. <laughs> the last words the wolf man said to me before I killed him was, 
<laughs> Look out for this one lady because she likes to be very close to her friends. Fucking. <laughs> also, what I hate about this is like it's set up in such a way that you think like because the girl says to Earthworm Jim like. Hey man, you want to hang out? Like we are gonna, you know, roll a spliff and yeah. you know get stupid. And he's like, "That's okay. I gotta go check out on the mother-in-law that never was." <laughs> that's my that's my plan for the, the mother-in-law that got away. And she's like, "Are you sure? Because I'm going to have sexual intercourse with you." And he's like, "No, that's fine. Me and my Letterman jacket have to get to town." And she's like, "Okay, well, I'll see you later, maybe." And, and I'm, the first time I saw this movie, I was like. All right, well, you know, we'll see them later. Yeah, you would think she she was the girl from the movie. Yes, exactly, exactly. Like, she's the final girl. Like, this is a character in the movie. Yeah. No, because our coroner finally (laughs) walks into town and butchers these three people. God damn it. (laughs) Just this, like, this guy... Covered in blood, wa- in a, like, like a big bright white coroner lab coat, walking from Ohio to northern New Jersey in like a day, day and yeah. a half. It's so dumb. Where is the scene where he's riding the rails, just killing all the hobos in uh, the in the box cars? Give me that at least, right? Because That's- just explain. Here's the thing: you have two choices, movie. Either you explain to me how he got from Ohio yeah. back to New Jersey so fast, or you don't take them to Ohio in the first place. <laughs> no, yeah, you, exactly. All you have to do is change that goddamn title card, and you're good. Yeah, go to Pennsylvania. <laughs> Who knows? Whatever. Whatever, West man. New Jersey. West right. Orange. Yeah. You know? We're taking them to the shore. <laughs> exactly. Like, if anything goes wrong, Holy we can shoot them out to sea. Jason Holy on the high seas. But, but but Jason at the Jersey Shore. Oh wow! It's right there. It's right in his neck of the woods. It's it's right there. There. By the way, there is a movie called like Jersey Shore Massacre. Yeah, and I think it's produced by Jay Wow or one of those idiots mm. has something yeah. to do with it. It's one of those like horror movies that's this close to pornography. Yeah, sure. It's you know? kind of. I'm guessing not really a movie, right? Yeah, no, it's one of the. It's a fake movie. You, you'll yeah. find that in Netflix. Like, oh fuck, I got fucked, and you, just, <laughs> you pause it. Oh no, I wanted to watch a real movie. So this corner <laughs> kill. The one thing about this also is Jason is not very good at not pretending to be Jason. Like he can't normal walk. He's nope. not. He doesn't talk until the end, which is really a big problem for me. Also, like he, he for the whole movie, he's not talking because he, Jason doesn't talk. So right. he's just like. Everyone does a pretty good Jason face when they're playing Jason. It's just like being mad and mean, like aggressive for no reason. Yeah, that's that's me going to work every day. <laughs> it's like you you look like you're seconds away from boiling over. Speaking of, can we talk about the weirdest scene in this movie? Sure. So he's tired of being this mortician. Oh God, yeah. So he he gets this. He gets one of the deputies. It's like a couple of deputies, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's Crystal Lake. And he clubs him over the head, and you're like, oh man, here comes another kill. The guy wakes up in a room full of candles, naked. Oh, God, yeah. Strapped, leather strapped to, like, I don't even know what, a fucking gynecologist chair. Like, this guy is ready for some weird shit. He may as well be in a set of stirrups. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And, like, you're like, what the fuck is Jason up to this time? It is such a what the fuck. I'm watching the movie uh, the other night. And my wife comes home and she's like, you guys are doing a torture porn movie? (laughs) And I was like, no, 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 no. This is a Friday the 13th movie. Don't be fooled. That's how bad this is. But yeah, this dude. And, oh, and. Yeah. 
What's even you, you don't think it could get any weirder than that mm. until you realize he starts shaving this guy. Like the uh, guy's kind of got like a beard, like a like a, he's like got a like scraggly a, beard. But he's also got a mustache and he's shaving off the mustache and it's like all just because Jason wouldn't wear just Jason wouldn't have a mustache. But the stupid thing is the fucking coroner has a mustache the whole fucking the, movie. What, yep. the, what is this? What what is this? What is this? What is the purpose of this scene? Why is this dude naked? <laughs> why, like, why does he have to be naked? He also doesn't really torture him at all, right? No. He, just pee, he, he soul vomits into his mouth and takes over his well, that's, body, yeah, that, right? that We should talk about how he, he gets into people. Oh, God. Right. Let's get into it. So there's like, I guess it's kind of like an alien tongue <laughs> type thing. thing. Just comes out of his mouth and goes into the next mouth. And then it's just it is yeah. what it is. <laughs> it's just and then it's, now he's mad and running around. Yeah. Exactly. And somehow he gets his clothes back on. Like this is the only time in this movie where someone needs to be strapped down, <laughs> naked. stripped naked, shaved, and is then possessed by Jason. Everybody else, it's just a quick like come as you are yep. yeah. oh, now you're Jason and he's just bopping around it happens so fast it's like fucking fallen like that scene in <laughs> yeah. Fallen when Denzel Washington's chasing him yeah. down the sidewalk and he keeps bumping into people like that's how fast it goes most of the time except this one time where and, he may suck right. this dude's dick I don't know yeah and of all people to get naked on a table a 60 year old man yep <laughs> a punched 60 year old man just like terrified because he's even and this guy this actor plays it right he's like what's going on here it's not right even now? like he's scared for his life he's no. just like this is getting weird <laughs> like just fucking do it already man it's this shit doesn't go down in crystal lake yeah whatever you're gonna do to me make sure i'm dead first <laughs> oh, God. seriously it's so insane that this guy's naked and it happens for and it just it's over and he now he's the guy wait and quick they, just quick i'm sorry please i'm please, sorry no, please i can't I block this scene out every time, like, because it's just so odd and doesn't fit in this movie at all. But one follow up question. What is this table that it's coming with the belts already attached to it? Where are you getting all these straps? I don't understand it. It's like, it's too sexy for this movie. And this is all happening, by the way, in what we come to know as the Voorhees house. Oh, that is in the Voorhees house? Yeah, because, oh, yeah. Not only is the this whole family line and whatever, there's also a spooky haunted house that I guess they lived in it's at a, one point. It's a castle. First, you're you're, you're yep. lying to the audience. Yeah. It's a castle. <laughs> and so this was from the castle's dungeon, I guess. This <laughs> yeah. table. You but, know what it looks like is uh, a live action uh, rendering of the house from Ducktales, <laughs> like the house where where Scrooge McDuck yeah. lived. Uh-huh. Like, and it kind of had a nice like residential bent to it. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what this looks like. Sorry. <laughs> it was nice of uh, McDuck to kind of build his mansion to kind of fit in the vibe of Duckburg. <laughs> not be too over. No, that's the, the Duckburg zoning district, man. They will fucking the fuck you boards. Oh, yeah, totally. There, there were all sorts of petitions. He had, he had this whole high-rise planned. They fucked him. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. So what were you saying? I, I, I interrupted I, you to talk about DuckTales. I don't think I remember. <laughs> Well, if it comes back to you, feel free to interrupt yeah. me. That should be our tagline. I'm sorry I interrupted you to talk about DuckTales. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, I think it's in the same scene with the... It's like bef- right before he straps the dude down. Yeah. Like, 
the doctor, the coroner, like comes at this guy, and then the dude like looks in the mirror, and the reflection is Jason. Oh, that's a stupid thing. Oh, why didn't they burn the goddamn house down by now? (laughs) Yeah, why? Why is it still standing at all? Yeah, it wouldn't be left there. Looters, the 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 government. They fucking TP'd Ray Finkel's house at Ace Ventura. (laughs) That guy only just kicked a field goal wrong. (laughs) This house is in pretty good shape for being. I guess derelict for the last 20, 20 something years, I guess, if we look at the years on this. And being inhabited yeah. by two mass murderers. Yeah. I'm just saying that house shouldn't be there. It shouldn't be standing. No. It shouldn't be. So, um, Earthworm Jim finally gets to the mother in law's house. Well, actually, no, Jason gets there first as this deputy. And again, like, he's not do he doesn't do a sly thing where he's like oh hey Teresa or you know like yeah. even just kind of like quiet maybe he can't talk but he's got a nice smile on his face no he's just got a fucking I'm gonna fucking kill you face he just comes t- right at her yeah and attacks her and kills her yeah earthworm Jim gets there at the end and can't stop it it's great because she shoot this shoots this guy right in the fucking head and it's amazing it's oh, really yeah. good this dude drops she dies and then like the dude, after getting shot, like goes flying out this window, yeah. and so then like the rest of the police show up, or some cop shows up, or something. And here's Earthworm Jim standing over his dead mother-in-law that got away, you know. And so then this dude is arrested for murder because, of course, Jason got up, even yeah. though he got shot in the head and thrown out a window. Like he gets up and runs away, and he's like buddies with a deputy. And this is when he meets Creighton Duke, and Creighton Duke sits everybody on his lap and starts talking about a whole bunch of garbage. Like the dude's putting him in the cell. He's like, "By the way, uh, don't bring up Jason. He's been talking about Jason for like five <laughs> hours. He's got a lot of stuff that you don't want to know about." It's like we really like you know you. We're from Crystal Lake. We know how Jason operates. Yeah. This guy, he's got all these stories about this like magic mumbo jumbo and curses and bloodlines. He doesn't know Jason. You know what it's like? You know what Creighton Duke is like? All those memes you see fly- flying around Facebook where it's like, you know how uh, Uncle Owen and Emperor really died? You know what happened really at the end of The Little Mermaid? No, because that wasn't in the fucking movie. You yeah, know why? Yeah. That's why. Yeah, this is this well, is it's a, a, it's a secret. It's this a theory's Jason. gonna blow your yeah, mind. It's a Jason conspiracy theory. Yeah. It's exactly what it yeah. is. And he's got this weird game where he's like, "You want to know what's going on with your with your de- with your uh, mother in law and your now baby daughter?" And he's like, "What?" He's like. I got to break your finger first. And it's like, what? what? And I like, what is he testing here to see if like this guy's really serious about taking down Jason? I, so I'm going to damage your hand so you can't hold a weapon of any kind. <laughs> like you break three of my fingers. Guess what? I'm done for the movie. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy yep. hunting Jason. Yeah. Broken fingers are no joke. No, you're not no you're not firing guns you're not fighting people no. it's like in broken arrow when christian slater gets shot in the arm and then like he uses that arm to yeah. punch yeah it's uh, it's travolta but yes oh it's the other oh, oh, oh yeah like yeah. Yeah, travolta gets shot at one point yeah and then he's like using the fucking shot arm to just throw these haymakers it'd be great like because like you know your wife is screaming but you're in the back with like this like bandaged up hand like sorry i just i can't I was playing breaky fingy with this dude in prison. <laughs> I would really love to help you out right now. Fight oh, Jason God. on your own. There's also this weird sexual bent to this, oh, yeah. too, because it's like Creighton. Is it Creighton? Yeah, Creighton Duke. Creighton, Creighton, Creighton Duke. Okay. 
So Creighton's like feeling up his hand yeah. and like it's getting like kind of sexual at some point. And and the Earthworm, even Earthworm Jim's like, wait, what do I gotta do to get this information? Yeah, he's and like, I know I'm in prison, it. but this is like a, a little <laughs> small town jail cell. This isn't the real deal. I'm not in Gen Pop right now. And this is like five minutes after that weird shaving scene. So I'm like, what the fuck's going on in this movie? <laughs> so this weird sex for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, he, <laughs> this is where we learn the whole like the bloodline. We yeah, got, he's like, you got to go back to you've got to, a tell this woman who never knew she was related to Jason that she is. Go to the Voorhees house, find the evidence, and it's like, oh my god, find the evidence. You know what this turns into? This is when you have to start solving mysteries in Resident Evil games. Yep, exactly. I'm here to kill zombies. Don't make me solve a puzzle. <laughs> That's what this is. Right. I'm here to watch Jason kill teenagers that are smoking weed and having yeah. sex. Don't make me go hunting for clues, one of which is the Necronomicon from Evil Dead. For what and for why? The, and it's the actual prop. I read on the trivia that it was like... Oh, really? They Sa- took it out of the Smithsonian? <laughs> <laughs> Sam Raimi lent it out from the the prop designer, and like the prop designer was insanely pissed off that he did that because he didn't know it was being used in a movie, and he wanted to get paid for it. Oh, well, he should have. That's Oh, that's like when you when you when someone's over your house and you give away one of your roommate's Blu-rays and be like, oh, no, it's cool. He, he won't mind. He'll definitely mind. Oh, he'll fucking find out about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, my copy of Donnie Darko, freshman year college roommate. <laughs> <laughs> fucking liar. So <laughs> the fact that the Necronomicon is in this movie means it's got a shared universe with the Evil Dead films, which is why people have that. There's like a comic book and there's all that f- fan stuff about Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember so, those came out. Dark Horse put out a thing. I think it was Dark Horse. It might have been. And by the way, Jason Voorhees' mother has the Necronomicon. Yeah, why does Pamela Voorhees possess this fucking demonic text? Maybe that's she where into... the bloodline started or something. Yeah, I guess so. So maybe, you know. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, as fans of both franchises, which a lot of people are, right. you can't just put that in as a gag. Yeah. That that yeah. means something. Like yeah, I'm sorry. Does. That it means does. something. So so what are you saying then? Like if these are shared universes, how did this book get from the cabin? Yeah. Down to and 93, was it 93 also when Army of Darkness came out? Uh yeah, right around there, yeah. So it's like I mean, so what like what are you saying by putting that book in this movie? Well, it, maybe but, Ash works down the street. That's where his the, the supermarket is at the end of Army of Darkness? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it doesn't make sense because this movie plays it so straight for most of it. Like, there's jokes here and there, but this movie's not winking at anybody. No, 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 It's no. really like, this is the serious story of Jason, everybody. Yeah, like... For we, reals. Uh, so, we start making the jokes yeah. in the next movie. Yeah. So, let's take time out of our super serious fucking weird Jason mythology movie to be shop smart, shop S smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what... What? For what? For who? Why? It's nothing. The answer is nothing, nobody, and no reason. <laughs> so what happens is, by the way, the the daughter who comes back into town and like is like, oh my god, my mother's dead, that sucks. Who's dating the hard copy reporter. That's a big thing. Also, she's the same age as her mother, in case you were wondering. Yeah. This actress, they're both 31 years old. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't believe that what they were trying to pull over on me. <laughs> it's insane. They're the same it's fucking, fucking age. fucking crazy. So... She comes back and the hard copy reporter bursts into Voorhees' house and like this is where Earthworm Jim is there so he hides in the closet. Right. And he's like, 
he calls his producer and he's like, hey man, guess what I just did? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I stole that bitch's body from the morgue and I put it in the basement. And like, presumably, his producer hangs up and calls the police immediately. Yeah, because I know hard copy was kind of a sleazy show, but American Case File is really sleazy, apparently. For what? And the guy's like, what? He's like, it'll think of the ratings. And it's like, what ratings? What ratings? You. If you're supposed to be hard copy, you air on Fox at 7 o'clock on a yeah. Saturday. You're not Nobody's stealing, watching. You're not stealing corpses. It's so insane. It's, and, you know, he, he's like, ha and then I fucked that bitch, too. So, like, oh, man, he's not a good guy. And Earthworm Jim's like, oh, man. You know? <laughs> and all of a sudden, the deputy breaks in and takes over this guy. Right. And... Speaking of no one's looking, a scene that doesn't make any sense <laughs> is after we didn't we've ne- we didn't see what happened to the coroner after he took over. Which why if you're having this happen with this guy, yeah, why are we thinking every thing. time? Why did the coroner have the mustache and this guy can't? <laughs> why does what happens to this guy happen? But it didn't happen to the coroner, dude. It is the most weird, horrific. Like he, it's great. Well, it's weird because a. This guy's got no brains in his head because he got blown out. So immediately he should be dead. They're like straight dead. Like right. after Jason Soul leaves, drop nothing. Bag right. of bones. But no, he's still alive and in incredible pain. <laughs> and, <laughs> and his his jaw hits the floor. Yeah, his jaw is whole. His whole body he falls apart. Melts. He just starts melting for and no like, reason. His actual jaw comes off. Yeah, and like, is it a thing where it's like? Like, Jason replaces, like, your soul or yeah. something. So, like, when he leaves, like, your body can't exist without a soul. So it just melts. Like, is that what it's supposed to? Because it's not explained, nor does it happen ever again. Right into the WHM mailbag, and I'll delete them. Because I don't <laughs> want to read about it. <laughs> I'll delete your email. Yeah, because you know what? It's just so stupid. It's just an excuse to do, like, uh... A gore group. effects yeah it's just like hey what if uh jason was sort of uh like a hellraiser ish type of thing for half a second yeah because why not that float your boat nope <laughs> well we got more movie left so i'm really surprised there wasn't a fucking uh uh hellraiser cube in the Voorhees house because <laughs> yeah, why, why not? the where's, fuck not where's the puzzle box where's wh- how about um oh there's the mask from michael myers because yeah fuck you that's why sure Leatherface's chainsaws there. yeah oh that's it mm-hmm. just says saw is family on oh, the blade maybe the necklace from what lies beneath is there <laughs> and maybe the necklace from titanic is there too <laughs> so it's like we got to go back to this diner and hang out with these townies some more and it's like a waitress, the owner, who's Rusty Schwimmer, the husband, who's the fry cook, little wiener guy, yeah. their son, who's just a big fat kid. Then we start playing, where's the baby? And, you know, the baby was hidden at some point, and Earthworm Jim's like, I don't know, I left it with that lady. And she's like, I don't know where yeah, I put it. Yeah, because like, <laughs> you have not given a fuck about this baby at all. Don't fucking shove the baby in as a big thing in the last 20 minutes. Well, yeah. What we learn, and also I think that there's a little bit of a bullshit, um, because, like, Crane Duke only says, and for, tell me if I got this wrong, when Jason, you know, Jason, can, he can't stay in another body that's not a Voorhees for too long. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Because I think even, like, you know, what's-his-face starts getting a little jacked up, the mortician, the coroner is like, uh... You know, well, that guy should be the most jacked up because he walked from Ohio to New Jersey. <laughs> he's a little tired. But 
isn't it? So I think he's like, and then when he gets inside of another body, he that that's the one he'll be able to stay in. I don't think they say he'll be reborn. I thought he would just take it over for good. No, it's a reborn situation okay. because what I noted was this is another fucking bad sequel where it's a monster using a baby to like like birth itself back into the world. Oh yeah. Little Ghostbusters 2 anybody? Like that's fucking Vigo the Carpathian's plan with little baby Oscar and mother to me. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the whole thing is, like, he's got to get... He's possibly trying to get to this baby. If he inhabits the baby... He's good to go. Jason will be born again. Yeah, this is the idea here. So, he uh, he breaks Ugh. this fat kid's hand pretty good. Um, that's fun. <laughs> where it's, it's like the kid tries to punch him and he yeah. rips his arm off. Right. I mean, it's this whole thing where, like, all these diner idiots, they all have guns behind the counter. Yeah. So, they all just start laying waste to him. Just a lot of firepower here. Of course, it nothing. nothing. Ha- it yeah. comes to nothing. Just like everything in this movie. He yeah. burns the fry cook to death, which is fun. That's right. kind of a good one. That The little like peewee guy gets his like face shoved in the fry later, and then he gets thrown onto the grill. Yeah, he and had the, it out for that weenie. He's just cooking up. Speaking of cooking weenies, man, he's just cooking up on that grill. Well, I mean, Jason saw what the menu was, and he was offended. <laughs> How about some you fingers? <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's a good call. Uh, the dumbest one of this is Rusty Schwimmer just gets punched in the face. Yeah, and like her jaw goes inverted, kind of. And it's she's just, just like, <laughs> and just, just falls over. The worst makeup job I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it, like, oh, I guess she got punched in her face because now there's red lines on her jaw. Well, that's the other thing, too, is like, so. The strength on these Jason bots or whatever is it varies quite a bit because he breaks this fat guy's arm, catches this thing and rips his whole hand off. Yeah. He punches this woman so hard she dies. But then again, like later in the movie, everyone's just kind of like punching him and he's like, oh, oh, you yeah, know what I mean? He's really getting it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's not a lick of sense. Well, nothing in this movie makes sense. At this <laughs> point, Creighton Duke steals their baby and leaves a note that says, come alone to the Voorhees mansion, obviously. Once again, fuck. which I also love this. It's a bit of really dumb filmmaking is they have the actor, Stephen Williams, reading the voiceover narration <laughs> of this baby theft note that he leaves. And it's like, hi, this is Creighton Duke. I got your baby. Meet me at the Voorhees compound. Adios. <laughs> and you're just like, fucking stop it. It started out with, dear Mr. and Mrs. Lindbergh. <laughs> Dear Charles Limber, you I think you're you. so hot because you flew around the world. I'm the immortal bounty hunter, Creighton Duke, and that's why I know all the secrets of the world. I do two things good. Kill serial killers and steal babies. <laughs> I've taken your baby to Stonehenge. <laughs> Come and find me. <laughs> why am I there? I know some druids. You'll see. Yeah, oh, it's a big you'll see. <laughs> so we're back at the Voorhees house for the fucking final sequence of this movie. She she goes alone because he says come alone, which doesn't even really make any sense. Like, why wouldn't you bring the, the as many people as you can? Bring them all. You yeah, know what why, I mean? Exactly. Why is Creighton Duke trying to, like, lessen the numbers here? You know why? I think it's because he wants the credit. Oh, yeah, he does. Well, he, he doesn't want fucking Earthworm Jim taking credit for killing Jason Voorhees once and for all. That'd be a damn shame. Yeah, see... Creighton Duke's downfalls is hubris. <laughs> I work my whole life hunting Jason Voorhees. 
Then I get to the Voorhees mansion and Pee Wee over here takes him out. <laughs> no, thank you, says Creighton Duke. <laughs> so Earthworm Jim finds Jason's machete and grabs and he's like, it's it's your standard movie, now I'm two and a half minutes behind you thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jason got shot enough that he had to take a little power nap before the rest of the movie. He's like, you know, I ate a lot. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to go out tonight. You know, I'm going to take a quick 30 minute nap, wake up, have a beer, and we're going to be fucking ready yeah, to go. Take a shower, get myself all ready to hit the streets mm. again. You know? I know I'm going to be up till three tonight. And yeah. I'm, and he, I'm just getting older, you know. He, he wants to go in front. Yeah. This, it's the fucking eighth time I'm doing this. Does God Jason damn. use the bathroom? That's a great question. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, you know. Because he's got that jumpsuit on a lot of times. It'd I'd be like hard to think to take he's, it off. he's just like letting it go. Oh, man. Well, because he's got to oh. smell enough as it is. Like, what who the cares? fuck does he care? <laughs> yeah, who cares? Just take a shit in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Even if I'm dead, I'm going to care a little bit. Well,. In that remake, or like the reboot, or whatever, right. where they like, but he's he's st- in that timeline. He would still be a, a human, right? I guess so. Yeah, but they stupidly try to explain like how he gets around the forest so fast, and it's because oh, he's, he's dug a bunch of tunnels that he can just run through. It's really stupid. I and, was drunk during that movie, and I forgot about that for years. Oh and man, that, we, we actually this is a story. I think all of us yeah. we we went to that weird firefighter bar or whatever. <laughs> yes, and we oh, got. This- we got hammered. We got hammered. And this was, this is actually, it's a good Friday the 13th story. I can tell this. So we went to this bar and it was like, it was like $2 PBRs or something like that. And we were all so excited. We we're going to see the new Friday the 13th movie. And I was like, oh no, I'm clearly not drunk enough for this. Let me see if I could bring some beers into the theater. Oh, and I went yeah. up to the bartender and I was like, can you sell me like four PBRs that I'm going to put in this book bag? And the girl was like, that's against the law. I have to open them. I can't just sell you unopened beers. I was like, no, 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 it's okay. I'm going to the movies with it. <laughs> and she was like, my boss is here. Like, I could get in trouble. And I was like, no, come on. And she did it. And she sold me these, like, four PBRs, and I put them in a book bag. And we went to the movie, and we were sitting, like, the front row, because we were so drunk. We got there, like, two minutes before it started yeah. or something. Yeah. So we had terrible seats. I'd go through all the beers. And I'm like, oh, no, I got to go to the bathroom. And I went up and I went to the bathroom. And when I came back, I was so drunk, I forgot where we were sitting. <laughs> and I just stood just looking around the theater and I couldn't see anybody. And it's a Friday the 13th movie, so it's like dark the whole time. So I was like, there's not going to be a scene where there's like daytime and you can see in the theater. And I just looked and like close to me, there was an empty seat. And I go up to it. And I, I lean over to the girl next that's like next to it and I go, uh, is anyone sitting here? <laughs> and she was like, no. <laughs> and this is like an hour into this movie. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I sat down and instantly fell asleep. <laughs> and I woke up and the credits were on. And I was like, oh, I'd slept through that whole fucking movie. And then you guys were like, we thought you left because it was so bad. I was like, no, no, no. I was drunkenly passed out in another chair. That's what happens when you go see these kinds of movies. Nothing there. Nothing, Nothing left. there. It's fine. Oh, yeah. but, but my point of bringing up that remake was they show you the tunnels. He didn't dig no toilet trench. No. I think he's just going in his fucking pantaloons, well, man. Well, if you let's, I would say if I had a series of tunnels and there were certain tunnels that were wider than others, maybe you just go on the wall in, in, <laughs> in, in one tunnel that you're like, I'm running through these fast anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, oh man, I hope they go don't go to the west. Oh fuck, they went to the west. Oh, hold the rest, hold the rest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
hate the west side of the woods. <laughs> and I mean, it's stupid. So she, you know, Creighton Duke tells her all about the fucking thing. He can only, you have to use this blade. He gives her a, a dagger oh. that when she touches, turns into Excalibur. Right. This shit is, it's, and it's complete with like, orange like light effects like that animate yeah. through the thing yeah. as it extends into this fucking medieval blade. Creighton Duke got this from the set of uh, The Golden Child. <laughs> or maybe- I was going to say Crawl. Uh, that too. He definitely he's probably have, he's speaking of Crawl, I bet he has tangled with a cyclops. <laughs> And oh, he's got them all, man. The cyclops, he wrangled in the Loch Ness monster. Giant spider. Oh. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, this fucking magic blade. Give me a break. And there's also this this movie takes a whodunit turn for no reason. Like, uh, I thought Jason done it. <laughs> oh, the whole, like, which deputy like, is it? Yeah, I'm the good guy. No, I'm the good guy. Because they both start talking. They start, you're right. And this that, is where it is. It breaks all the rules that I've had about this fake bullshit you gave me. Because he's like, hey, Laurie, or whatever. Like, it's fine. The other guy's no, no, I'm not Jason. No, I'm not. And it's like. This is stupid. How can Jason articulate to such a degree? I mean, even if it's his soul, his soul is mentally challenged. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, maybe that's the thing, though. Maybe, like, he was, like, this genius serial killer just trapped in this, you know, oh. in, you know deficient body kind of then thing. Then why didn't he fucking puke souls earlier in the franchise? I don't know. But what I do know is... This one dude takes a fucking sword to the neck. Yeah. And a fucking monster pops out. My favorite part of any movie that's ever. It's like so. Speaking of gremlins. You've been watching this movie for 90 minutes. You think what you know what's going on. They've layered bullshit onto bullshit onto (laughs) bullshit. And all of a sudden, you cut this guy's head off. You're like, oh, what's going to happen now? And a little demon comes out. I'm like, no fucking way! And it just looks at the camera like, ha it, it looks like uh, in Spaceballs when John Hurt reprises his role from fucking <laughs> from Alien and that that little face hugger comes out, the yeah. fake one that sings Hello My Baby comes yeah. out. It looks exactly <laughs> like that. It might be the same puppet. Oh my God. <laughs> and this thing's just crawling all over the floor. They're trying so- to like shoot it and shit. Now we've established that is Jason. Yes. Jason is now a little monster rat. <laughs> so, wait a second. That's what he was soul vomiting? So his soul is like a tangible monster rat that just happened to be in this mentally challenged right. dead man. Now, here's the thing. This is where someone says, and what the fuck? How the fuck did that happen? Cut to black. Title card just comes up, right? And it just says, says fuck you. Like, <laughs> it says, get ready for this, comma, fuck you, <laughs> deal with it. Then it cuts to 30 years earlier, uh, right? Or when is he supposed to die? So at this point, like 40 years earlier, sure. right? It's Jason. He's like, you know, you, you hear it's Jason. You know, like the mother yells out, be careful in the woods, Jason, or whatever, right? And he, like, uncovers this little demon, right? And it's kind of like uh, in that second Jurassic Park movie when all those, like, little dinosaurs are on the beach and they yeah. look all cute. Yeah. That's what this thing is. And it's like... <laughs> and he's like, oh, what are you supposed to be? And he, like, gets closer to it. And he's like, come on, I won't hurt you. My name's Jason. What's your name? And it just goes... 
the devil <laughs> and then like jumps inside and then you see like this little kid with like this little fucking snake monster thing like in its mouth oh, like, that's blah, 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 blah. and then it goes inside him and it's like this monster's <laughs> then, been right. inside him and now the monster's controlling the body and now the monster doesn't know how to swim <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly the monster never anticipated a lake that's what happens. More of a shore monster. <laughs> yeah, not so much a sea monster as it is a shore monster. <laughs> so, so Jason drowns. And, uh, exactly. And, then, and the saga begins. Yeah. That's, oh, wow. Jason begins. I love it. I would love it if you <laughs> see the, the inside of one of these possessed bodies. And I'm just picturing, like, it's this little, like, demon puppet with, like, a hard hat on. And it's just working these control levers to, like, drive the body. <laughs> well, they're all, like, the independent. Independence Day aliens at that point, you know, like for this, this, little... this exoskeleton. Yeah, you're totally right. That's oh, stupid. God. It's so stupid. It's amazing. And he finds a crack in the floor and he goes down and whoops, that guy, that producer, for no reason, brought a dead corpse into the situation. Right. So in the basement, we've got a Voorhees and you know he can only die by a Voorhees and only through a Voorhees can he be reborn and there's a bullshit thing where she she's like wait did you you never said uh he has to take over a live Voorhees right and he's like no I didn't and it's like bullshit that, that's a detail I have unfortunately left out <laughs> until right this very second and it's absolutely true well good thing there's no dead Voorhees in this house because it would make any sense like why would a producer bring a dead body <laughs> yeah and, and then Earthworm Jim's like ah oh, by the way that thing's down in the basement with Diane right now <laughs> And then Jason just jumps through the floor, and it's like, well, fucking welcome to the party, pal. Right, You're who I paid the ticket for, you lazy scumbag. And now he's been reborn with the jumpsuit and hockey mask and yeah, everything. Yeah, what the flying fuck? And his lumpy rat king head, which I'm not, again, just, I, don't, I don't like the look. I yeah. really don't like the look. It's disgusting. It's stupid. It doesn't need to look like this. And why would the jumpsuit and hockey mask also be reborn <laughs> it makes no sense i mean at yeah least... he didn't even have the hockey mask in the second movie right at least in that jason x when he becomes uber jason at the end of that movie yeah and it's fucking stupid looking at least it looks different yeah like yes. there's a purpose like he should look the slightest bit different yeah it's literally the same costume from the <laughs> fbi sting and he <sighs> Uh, he kills Duke at this point. He bear hugs him. He's like, come on, Jason, kill me. I dare you to. Well, I kind of Duke. I wanted it to be like a thing where like, this is not the death I want for Creighton Duke. I want like Jason like pulling out his intestines. Oh, and, yeah. Like, and like Duke's mm -hmm. like, you got to keep tickling me all night, pussy. You know oh, what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, that yeah. kind of shit. Is that all you got? Yeah, exactly. Like he needs the fucking Quint from Jaws death. Yes. But he doesn't have it. He just gets uh, his, his back broken. And then he gets... Oh, yeah, backbreaker. Speaking of which, there's a big fat wrestling fight outside. He, throw, he throws Earthworm Jim out. And, like, he throws him into a monkey bar. He's throwing him... He grabs his leg at one point. I'm like, is he going to do the sharpshooter? Like... <laughs> I was almost positive. Like, you're fighting on this front lawn. It's a real lethal weapon fight. All you need is Gary Busey and a broken fire hydrant. Like, you know, really just going at it on this front lawn. And then, like, the girl comes out with the fucking magic dagger and just, like, shoves it into his chest. And, like, 
the little fireflies start coming out again, kind of, and he's like kind of weakened, and then she's got the fucking titular go to hell, and she like super kicks him like Liu Kang style, and like gets that dagger like. All the way in, I guess. Yeah. Like, it wasn't in there. All. It's like when your fucking lamp is kind of plugged in, but not really. And the <laughs> light's, like, sort of turning on. And you're like, what's going on? Oh, it's not plugged in all the way. Yeah, like This that's... Uh, devil magic's not coming in all the way. <laughs> Bad reception on this devil magic. And so she kicks it in. Then this thing really lights up like a fucking Roman candle. And all these Ghostbuster hands come up and start pulling him down into <laughs> oh, hell. God. And they start pulling Earthworm Jim down to hell. And I was like, let it happen. She waits a while before helping him. <laughs> yeah. She really does. She's like, mm, uh, And you can, mm. you can see it all flashing before her eyes, right? Yeah. It's like, if she lets him get pulled down, eh, it's a tragedy. <laughs> He helped me out. He's the father of my child, but I really don't want to spend the rest of my life with him. And then she looks at the other side of the intersection, and it's them growing old together. <laughs> they maybe have another couple of kids. She's never truly happy, but she can't say anything because this guy saved her from Jason. Honestly, no amount of couples therapy will will help my relationship after my girlfriend waits more than one second to stop me from yeah. going to hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> you honestly. know what? Yeah, pull them out and then go your separate ways. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, you, you know, know what? what? This has been some fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to think about this ever again. Yeah, exactly. Every day when I wake up and look at you, I'm going to think about that time I had to fucking fight Jason, who was reborn out of my dead mother's vagina. Oh, is that how that works? Yes, because in they have oh, we didn't brother. mention this when he says that thing's in the basement with fucking Diane or oh, whatever. Oh yeah, it goes right in there. There's a POV shot of this little thing going oh, ta, 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 and the camera fucking Evil Dead style slides right between her legs like and she's wearing like her waitress like yeah. diner outfit. Yeah. yeah. You know like the skirt and it just goes right up and you're like fucking come on. Every other time this thing goes through the mouth. Yes. And this one time, because it's a lady, this movie's got to go up the skirt. Like, fuck you. Fuck you big time. It's so dumb. And so he's pulled down to hell, and that's it. They hilariously have a, like, it's kind of funny because it's really poorly filmed. They're walking down the street. The sun's coming up, and they're just walking, like, arm in arm. And I was like, where's that baby? <laughs> and you can only kind of, like, sort of see that he's carrying it in one arm. But it's all them just walking away from the camera at dawn, so you can't see it. It's like, you have to have the reverse oh. angle of that, yeah. of, like, the happy family reunited. Like, how do you not show that fucking baby? Like, that's how little this movie actually cared about this baby. Took you long enough. <laughs> now the baby's Paul Giamatti. <laughs> oh, no, I was thinking of, you know, uh, Earthworm Jim being still pissed off. I would never, oh, oh, oh. I would never let that go. <laughs> yeah, no, you're living with that forever. You fucking, you hold it over him every time... Uh, you will hold it over her every oh, time yeah. she like forgets something. Oh yeah. Like, oh, that's fine. Uh, remember that time you uh, waited more than a second to save me from Jason <laughs> and being pulled into hell? Do yeah. you remember that? So then, of course, we have Ooh. the big thing that set off a decade's worth of internet chatter. Oh man, and fan scripts upon fan scripts. Oh yeah, you got the hockey mask <laughs> just laying in the dirt. A dog comes this up. This dog of it does nothing. How do you not train this dog to urinate on this hockey? Hold on mask? a second. Is this dog like a hint at something else? Is this does this dog have a franchise? It's Cujo, maybe. Oh, oh there you go. Cujo There's another Clark. crossover. Yeah. This so is... the the dog like sniffs it, and he's like. 
This is stupid. This movie sucks. <laughs> I don't want to be associated with whatever this is. And just walks away. And then up comes Freddy's glove, pulls it down, and it's someone doing a bad Robert England impression laughing. And, that, and then there it is. It's like, oh, they're reunited in hell or united for the first time in hell. It's a real we'll figure it out later situation. Like, yep. all we need is the one thing. We'll figure it out. Shoot the rest writes itself. Shoot first, ask questions later. And, you know, even an epilogue in hell, if he at all went to hell, if we went with him to hell. Yes. For even one scene, you yeah. know. And maybe, you're right, maybe it is all the teens and they're all there. And maybe you get all those fucking B-list actors. You spend the 300 bucks. <laughs> to get everybody from all the movies to look at him with dead eyes and it's like oh shit you know like that's, that's right Jason oh, oh. we have all aged horribly in hell <laughs> every last one of us <laughs> yeah I guess that'd be a finally problem. seen the gravity of my crimes <laughs> except for those of us who've bottomed out the back end of the porn industry who the producers couldn't find oh no wow this is a real gang you're on your own, Jason. When did he get possessed by Macho Man Randy Savage? Shoot first, ask questions <laughs> later. Ah, <laughs> uh, and that's the end of the movie. Uh, that is the end of Jason Goes uh, to Hell. And it'll, it'll be the last time I ever see it, too. I, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. I say that about, like, a, a lot of my less favorite or, you know, the, the less enjoyable Friday movies. I revisit these movies, man. It's my favorite of the big franchises. Yeah. I've got the Blu-ray box set. I revisit. I don't know that I'll go back to this one anytime soon, but I'll revisit. Oh, oh, oh I'll revisit. <laughs> <laughs> Would anybody recommend Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday? Uh, this is my first time seeing it. Like I said, I haven't seen a lot of these movies. I haven't seen most of these movies. I had a lot of fun with it. It was stupid. It had... A good uh, deaths per capita, you know what I mean? We're not waiting more than four or five minutes before somebody else gets it pretty good. Yeah. The scene at the beginning is great. Uh, the scene at the end is ridiculous. That little devil monster is never even implicated in anything. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're here. Yeah, it's kind of a strong recommend for me, weirdly. Wow. Um, this is uh, really different opinions on we hate movies because this is um i think this might be the worst movie we've done since easy rider 2 i wow i really just i dislike this movie i also i have the blu-ray box set as well i love the start of these movies yeah <laughs> but uh yeah no thanks <laughs> i'll say this i'll kind of sort of split the difference because i really do think that this is a subpar movie so much so that i watched Jason X on my own free will just to check it out after watching this. But what I realized was if you're going to watch this movie, you have to either uh, preface uh, your screening or follow up your screening with a Friday the 13th movie that has Jason in it. Like this movie has to be part of the, a Friday the 13th double bill of some kind. <laughs> like you can't just have this one because there's no Jason. Unless you don't care about seeing a Jason movie with Jason in it, then watch away. That's fine. And then watch uh, A New Beginning as well. Right. But at least that one has someone who looks like him. But even in that movie, it's all like right. the off-screen, like it's POV shit, coming which is in. the worst. If I saw those two back-to-back, -back, I'd jump off a bridge. So I think, I, it, do you guys like that movie more than this one? I do, actually. Really? Oh, part five more new, than this one? Yeah, New yeah. Beginning. Really? I do. I, that's the thing is the POV stuff, it made it such a tedium for me of like, ugh. Yeah, you know, I don't care about the whodunit aspect it's, of it. I can totally see that, but for me, it's saved by the fact that it's like so 
fucking tubular 80s. Yeah. Like, right. That and really just sure. I'm a sucker for it. And I mean, this might sound dumb, but it's kind of more of a grounded world. Like, no magic. There's, there's a there's there's a weight of the dirt in uh, uh, Crystal Lake there. Like, there's <laughs> you know, there's like there's you you, f- you feel like that's a place. And in this movie, I I'm like, what? It, it, it up is down, black is white. <laughs> People are eating Jason fingers. It's a true story. <laughs> I I agree with that though. It's yeah, well. there's no magic. At the end of the day, it's magic v no magic. I mean, yeah, it's at the end of the day. It, besides the first movie, it's the most believable one actually. Five <laughs> because it's it's, uh, it's believable that uh, an uh, an ambulance attendant oh, would go on a murderous <laughs> rampage after he sees that uh, his pig son has been butchered. By a crazy biker guy. Yes, you mean his I'll, son that he couldn't know that existed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah the very same. Right. And he gets superhuman strength at the end. Yeah, no, you know what? It's it's stupid. And <laughs> also wears a I bald cap the entire time <laughs> over a fucking hockey mask. You mean that you guy? Would, but at least it's not a fucking devil rat from Who's in the Fudge. From, oh Dude, you know what a better ending to this movie is like, you know, instead of... Um, you know, all of, you know, Freddie gets the hand out. It's the devil rat comes up from the ground and gets into a fucking convertible with two sexy ladies. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Puts on some sunglasses. <laughs> yep. And then we're out. We're and out. Then, and then a Martian spaceship comes and blows up Earth. <laughs> Cause who gives a fuck anymore? That's Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday, directed by Adam Marcus. If you want to get a hold of us, check out our website, whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast. Uh, how do you rate these sequels and their uh, other rival franchises? Right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Rate and review the show in iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get the program. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, clue for next week's spooktacular episode. Mark Boone Jr. Ooh. That's a spooky guy. He is a spooky looking guy. I love Mark Boone Jr. Yeah. He's all over the map, too. All right. Mark Boone Jr. is the clue for next week's episode. Steve, we got a little extra project to talk about. Yeah, just really quickly. uh, If you like the sideshow that we have, the app only slash band camp only, uh, animation damnation from now until the end of the month that's october 31st you know whenever uh we'll, <laughs> we will be accepting emails uh for our listener request month because we're gonna do an animation damnation listener request you don't have to call in just shoot us an email at we all hate movies at gmail.com tell us what the episode you have to give us the name of the show the name of the episode and some kind of link to that episode say it's on netflix know that it's on netflix and or a youtube link because honestly no one's getting a box set of fucking DuckTales. I apologize. No, 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 no. And it's kind of you do the research for us, audience. But yeah. <laughs> but we, we'll, we'll, read, we'll read your email on the air. Obviously, you're marking your email okay to print uh, when right. you give it to us. And right. it'll be a lot of fun. So that will be the November animation damnation. Uh, so, yeah, now, which is, you know, October, whenever. Uh, until, what's well, the 14th, I guess? Yeah. Uh, until the 31st. So you got two weeks. Yeah. Find stuff, and I yeah, we can't stress it enough. Streaming on YouTube or streaming on Netflix, Hulu. streaming on Hulu. Yep, we're not buying Ducktales box set, and and, and the name of an episode too, because yeah, I, that's the really cool part about these is it can be something we've done before, it could be brand new show, anything you, you want. You have a really cool GI Joe you want to show us? Tell us about it. Tell us why 
we'd love to go back to any of those places or see something brand new. Exactly. There you go. So another great listener request opportunity. That's it for this week. Be sure to pick up your tickets for the After Dark Halloween Marathon, where we will be doing a live commentary at the Jacob Burns Film Center this Halloween, October 31st, starting at 10 p.m. If you buy your badge before the 24th of October, you get $10 off your marathon pass. Until next week, I'm Andrew Jupin. Stephen Sidak. Eric Siska. Take it easy. deranged sociopath <laughs> gets thrown around a lot by the media but it really applies to my next guest starting today you can see him in Friday the 13th part 8 Jason takes Manhattan please welcome Jason